0: Welcome to Package Your Genius. I'm your host, Amanda Miller Littlejohn. I'm a former print journalist turned PR and personal branding pro, and I am here to help high achievers like you bring your genius ideas to life. Whatever gift you have to give the world, I want to be a catalyst for your next genius move. If you're ready to stop overthinking it and start putting yourself out there, you're in the right place. Let's go. Welcome back to another episode of Package Your Genius. I'm excited to sit here and record this episode for you. Now, I have actually kind of been in a bit of consternation about this week's episode. So I don't know how many of you all have your own podcasts. You probably listen to tons of podcasts and I know that for the vast majority of podcasts that are out there in the podcast universe, hosts decide what their episodes are going to be long in advance and they typically record interviews in advance and know what their season is going to look like or at least the next five, six, seven episodes is going to look like, generally speaking. And I don't do that. So <laughs> I don't think there's a right or wrong way to run your podcast. But I have found for me, this podcast is almost a spiritual practice because I really wait to see each week what messages are coming through my life and my experience, you know, interactions with clients or with my kids. And I really try to be in the moment to identify a download that I think is relevant to you all. And so for the most part, I don't pre-record my episodes. Sometimes I will see a nugget or hear a nugget or experience something during the week and I'll know and I'll even hear like the title of the episode just kind of dart through my mind and I'll write it down And I know that that's the theme or the principle I want to dive into later, but that's really it. I'm not creating a podcast content calendar for this. This podcast is really just me sitting down to share what's on my heart and what's happening and the lessons I'm learning as I get them. And so this week I was waiting for the download and I was wondering What is it that I want to share? And what is it that I want to say this week? And Monday, I had the opportunity to sit down with one of our Academy alum to record a case study for my website. And we did the interview and it was just so great beyond just being obviously a great testimonial for our program. It was really powerful to hear someone's experience about what kept them stuck and what it took for them to unleash and unlock the next level for themselves. And I wanted to share the case study for today as the episode because I I actually got the download. I managed to use the case study. That's the episode for this week, right? <laughs> so that was the download I got. But as I kept listening to my client or former student, alum, however you want to call her, I was hearing so many themes that beyond just being like this, again, this this advertisement for the program, it was really an advertisement for being yourself, accepting yourself fully, and really believing that you can have what you want. And I'm going to say that again, because I feel like even me, like even when I think about the things that I want or being myself, I'm guilty of tempering what I think is possible. And so when you do that, you're not completely surrendering and saying this is happening. So let's go. And so this testimonial or this case study from Ash Johns, who is an ancestral healer of all things, really reinforced to me that it's fine, okay, and prefer to be yourself, you have something that the world needs. And you can't hide the parts of yourself that you think other people won't understand, because you think that's going to cut into your success or cut into your money or keep you from the bigger pot that you think you deserve. And so I talk to a lot of high achievers who are playing out some version of that story, because for a lot of them, they were the hardworking kids, the nerds growing up, who really strived to be successful in a context that kids can be successful. So outside of sports, I think school is probably the most accepted way for children to find success and to achieve. And I know I was definitely that person. I definitely was a nerd. I don't think I identified as one. Um, For a long time, I was a cool nerd, I guess. I feel like there were levels, right? (laughs) Levels of nerddom. So I was this really bookish, smart child. Very creative, very introspective, very much like the Amanda of today. But also listened to rap music. You know, today it would be trap music and could recite lyrics, and I could dance and do these cool things. But there was this side of me that was just so deep, right? And I learned early on that I had to hide my depth to be accepted in the mainstream. I had to hide my excellence. Like, it was easy for me to stand out for academics or creative projects or just the things that I think my clients look to me now for and are excited about engaging with me on but growing up it just wasn't cool to know all the answers or to think outside the box or to really like take the teacher seriously and and go all in on the assignment and try to take it to the next level like that was not cool that was doing the most that was being a teacher's pet but I just always hungered to be challenged and I hungered to do more and stretch myself and see what was possible for me and what I was capable of. And I was always excited when I encountered people whose expectations of me stretched me. But at the same time, I understood that rising to that expectation was not always what would get me popularity or friends or cool points, or the boyfriend that I wanted, or what have? Actually, that's not true because I I was good with the boys, but <laughs> um, anyway, my point is, I can relate to tucking away a part of yourself. And I've talked about this before, talked about it on the episode when being yourself is doing too much. That is a dominant theme and a story from the early part of my life. But when I sat down with my academy alum and was listening to her talk about how she wasn't sure that she could earn the type of money Um, that she had earned previously in her corporate career, now doing the type of work that she's called to do. And so she has this advertising background, but then she's got this really spiritual side where she literally does ancestral healing. Like she helps you connect to your past and the past members of your family and heal those wounds that um, maybe have been repeated through the generations, right? So I think... Um, A lot of talk is about what is the word intergenerational trauma and like all of the things that are passed down and the patterns that will repeat if they're not broken by an intentional family member. And so that's a part of the work she helps you address and she helps you figure out what you need to do to shift your patterns or step into a new story or just heal the things from your past. But so anyway, it's very, very woo, as as she would say. So woo woo as a as a thing. And so among the coaching world, like business coaches and life coaches, this is kind of the really far out spiritual coaching that even the most pragmatic, people would kind of look at and say what is that what does that even mean right and so I think she was warring with this part of herself and let me not give away the whole interview case study because she can tell you more about it but once she decided and realized that she could completely accept herself and lean into who she is everything changed in her business and so I wanted to share her case study as a podcast episode, not because I think that you have her exact same story, and you have a woo side that you want to offer to the world and get paid for. But whether it is you work in corporate America, and you think, well, I could never be as successful, you know, running my coffee shop as I am in corporate America, or if like me, you've always identified as being smart and having this depth that was just too much for other people, you can still put your depth on display and share that deep side of you to the world and have people who are attracted and not repelled by that. And that's been one of the greatest lessons of my life. Like I'm so grateful that I have had mentors and I've been able to learn about how stepping into your truth really, really helps connect you to the tribe that you were meant to have. And so because of that, I'm seeing such a great connection with the people who do choose to join the Academy or do choose to sign up for our agency. And I'm just here to tell you that nothing feels better than people who choose you when you're being yourself. Like there's nothing like it. So I'm going to share this case study, interview, whatever you want to call it, because number one, the download for the week was just use the case study as the episode. But number two, I hope that you can drop into her story and see how parts of it connect with you if you are in a place where you want to show the world a part of you or you want to activate a side of yourself, but you're afraid that doing so would set you up to be less successful than you are right now. So here's my conversation with ancestral healer and psycho spiritual coach, Ashley Johns. I'm so excited to be here. (laughs) Yay. I'm here with Ash, who has this amazing business that she's going to tell you all about. So welcome, Ash, and thank you for being here, uh, a part of our Package Your Genius Academy community, and I would love for you to share who you are and what you do, because it's really incredible, and I won't do it justice.
1: Uh, thanks, Amanda. I'm just so glad to be here to chat with you, to connect, to share my entire journey in Package Your Genius. Um, yeah, and just, just kind of raise the roof on what you do and <laughs> who you do it with and why, because it's pretty amazing. So I am Ash John's. Um, I'm an ancestral healer, I'm a psycho-spiritual coach, and I'm a conscious business strategist. Um, And I came to be all of those things in a really wild story that we don't even have time for, really. But essentially seeing that there's no separation um, with entrepreneurs or those of us who have a bigger calling between who we are and what we do for a living. And as I moved into running women's retreats um, abroad in Bali, Indonesia, because I had a background in advertising and walked away from all of that to pursue my dream and my calling of being a healer and a coach and helping people, you know, live the life that they're supposed to live. And I was realizing that I'd have these entrepreneurs or these, you know, C-level or executive level, all the women that I knew from my old career coming to Soul Search and it was themselves getting in there in the way of their dream or their business um, or their position or and or this is where it gets interesting it was ancestral traumas ancestral wounds um deeply rooted socio and economic um, and political beliefs that are stopping us from stepping into our calling and what we want to do to see the world be as bright and as big as we know it can be and so i move in all and i work in all different levels to help us come together and live our purpose so yeah
0: so that's really incredible and i will be the first to admit that i had never um fully, I won't say I hadn't heard of what you do, but you were the first person I experienced who was doing what you do at the level you're doing it. Because I think some people have, they have like a a spiritual sense or side and they are, you know, they have gifts. They have these spiritual gifts and they use them to some degree, but they're not like leading with that. And so, um, it was so exciting just to learn so much about your work and just the field that you embody and you know explore some of your services it's just like opened up this whole world to me which is why i'm so glad that you found um, me and you found the academy um speaking of finding me,
1: yeah about that, <laughs> huh? yeah. Ah. About that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> how like what were you what made you you know, look for, for me or look for something like me. Cause I don't think you were looking for me specifically, but what were you going through when you initially reached out? Um, what problem were you facing?
1: Yeah, no, I definitely was looking for you. I just didn't know who you were going to be, but I had an idea in my spirit of um, I am trained and have over 10 years experience being a strategist, being a brand strategist. Right. And I was looking for someone that I could trust who felt like me, but was going to help me rise and to like see the blind spots and show up deeper in myself and could package it all. And what I loved about you is that you're so down to earth, you're so organized, you really are, you root for people, you really go to the path for them. And um, I was like, oh, I really feel her. And you have all this PR experience and journalism and background, so You know how to really get it together. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I have worked with people all over the world of different backgrounds. And I was like, the next person to help me rise needs to be a black woman and someone that I trust and someone that I can see myself growing in community with. It's not just a service exchange, which is something I believe in as it relates to conscious business. Like, we have the container of the business and the exchange of what we're doing, but also there's something else that grows. And that's what helps. I believe people rise. It helped me rise in your program. So I did a Google search for personal branding coach. And I think I've I've pulled up two people, someone who was actually in Cyprus um, who I did a consult for and it was nice, but she didn't get what I was saying. I was like, I know the structures of what you're saying, but you're not feeling who I am. You're not getting it. You're just going to try to put me into the framework. And what I felt the first time we connected, which you were like, girl, you're good. You got it. And I'm like, no, no, I need, I know I'm stuck. But I was like, okay, I needed that vote of confidence. It can look great, but if you don't feel it inside and you don't start getting over sure. the things, then you're not really showing up. And that's what I was seeing in myself. I was seeing that I was holding myself back. I had the knowledge, but I wasn't able to move into action. And you are so unapologetically wonderful at calling people on their stuff to call them forward so I appreciate you for that for real because that's what I needed and that's what I wanted
0: so in terms of what you were um challenged with like where was your business and what were you looking to achieve um what were what were you hoping to accomplish what what you know you were here and you were trying to get to
1: here so where were you and where were you trying to go I was in self doubt. I was in self doubt and healing. I had gone back to corporate advertising for a whopping five months because I was not making the income that I wanted to make once I reintegrated into America. Like I was making great money overseas. I now moved an entire business and revamped it to the States. Um, And I went back to corporate thinking that I could like stack up on some cash or I need to check back again or I could do the both. And Spirit was like, yeah, no. And so I was in self-doubt and I was in self-sabotage. And the second time I reached out again because you were doing intake, I was like, no, I really need help to get out of my own way. And I was going from making money sometimes, but inconsistently, definitely not enough to pay the bills or to rise to what I was used to as far as an income on my own. And definitely not the income that I was making my full-time job, which was killing me. Like Every day I could feel in my spirit I was not supposed to be there again. So um, coming out of Package Your Genius, it was making literally five figures again that I have not seen in over three years out of my business. And I've actually never seen it to that point in one, one month's time. It would be like, you know, a little bit, oh yeah, great. But I've never made a consistent five figures in my business. And just from the work that you have taught us as far as showing up and getting out of your own way, saying exactly what you mean, I needed to rework all my packages. Because I was believing, not only was I self-sabotaging and having doubts, on if I could really make that kind of money in my business and stay in spiritual integrity, like that's a non-negotiable. And when you're a healer, it's easy for someone to try to just move you into a business model that'll make you have revenue. Mm-hmm. That's how I operate. So um, being able to get to a space of making the money that I need, I need to restructure all of my um, numbers and to believe that there are people out there who need me. And who do have the assets to roll over for an exchange? And I found that through through Package Your Genius.
0: Yeah, I do remember that was one of the things that you said when we first talked that you didn't believe that you know certain people that you wanted to work with were in a position to pay you what you were worth because your process is really in depth. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not like you know, oh, we're gonna have a session and then I send you off into you know the moonlight and you are on your own, it's like really both in depth from what they get, but also in what you have to access in yourself to um, be a vehicle for them to get what they need, which I always was just like, girl, that is worth.
1: The spirit work of unblocking those things with your ancestors so that you can call in that wisdom, the blessings that are in your birthrights. History, economic, racism, like patriarchy all these things have created stuff that makes us broken or small inside. And so once you're working with the spirit of all of them and elevating your ancestors and having a relationship with them and clearing space, you then have to work on changing your behavior and thinking differently because now the channels are open. So it's like a two-part experience that therapy alone cannot, can't give you. So we're doing spirit work and we're doing coaching work and you're right. I, even to this point, I think about you being like, I know, I know soon there's going to be some other shifts in order to make it energetically sound. But that was a big breakthrough for me, like big. And thank you again, for real. Absolutely. <laughs> so
0: When you think back to the shifts that you made within the program, what would you say were just a few parts of the system or the program even like, I don't know, whether it's was the lessons or the office hours or the one-on-ones or, you know, like what were the parts that really helped it click for you? Um, what you needed to do, how you were uh, sabotaging yourself and then how, because I remember a few office hours where you would just be like, Amanda, and you were like kind of on the verge of tears. You'd have these little breakthroughs and then you just disappear. You're like, yeah. I have to go. And you would log off. I'm like, wait a minute, <laughs> Ash, we're still going. The group is still here. Ash is gone. I'm like,
1: I love the group, but my little spirit was hurt. I was like, I just need to tend to myself for a moment and let them <laughs> process and metabolize. And because um, I am a sensitive soul, I'm a wise soul, but I'm a sensitive soul. And so, some of the calling forward was such a big shock to the adrenaline. And that's with any personal growth, whether you're working spiritually or coaching or in therapy. Anytime you're ripping off those those scabs, you get some air into the deeper wound. Like yes. it's shocking. And so, um to me, and I don't know, I know, I know, you know, but I don't know if you ever articulate that the showing up to see someone and someone to see you is already big. Like that was a step in be seen, Ash, like be seen in what your true medicine is. And then two, it was having other people in the group witness it because the chat box would be blowing up with like, yeah, and another thing. And did you think about this? And I'm like, oh my God, everybody! Or you're amazing. Yes. You know, like that. Yeah. Yes, that's true. So that was already healing that wound of being afraid or thinking that what I have to offer is too woo woo, even though I have the science and the education and the experience um, to back it up. I felt that I was leaving one world of corporate and business and how I'm supposed to show up there and that I'm not welcome in another space. And Mm -hmm going through the group experience, show me that it is needed. It's needed more there probably than everywhere else, right? Because we're pretending to be a certain way in our corporate careers in order to fit in and to get the promotions or to have the effect. You've got to play the game in order to have the access essentially to flip it. Mm-hmm. So um, that was really big for me. You know, I ran away from all of the therapy sessions because I was just like, <laughs> I can't even handle it anymore. <laughs> Dr. Moxley. Uh, I regret that. I do. Because you do need the the psychological support to help you come through. But I just couldn't take anymore. So I'm going <laughs> to honor it. But I love that you be like, where were you? And I'm
0: like, I know, I tried. I just couldn't. When you say you can't take anymore, what does that mean?
1: Um, can't take anymore. I felt there was so much because I was doing the things in my business. I had planted some seeds and they were already started to flourish at the same time where I was excavating and making space with um, package your genius so two things were already really big and every time I had a surge of change it was just like I went my body went into shock and so I knew I didn't have enough room for a more therapy or more mm-hmm. I would have like, shut down at that point like fully mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. I would have been like let me nurture myself with massages and good food and avoidance and I just didn't want to go all the way over the edge um, I know that just because I've done years of healing and coaching and like immersion work um but if if i were to do it again i would hope to have enough space to show up for that because it is wildly supportive and i saw the the parts where i needed it but i was too afraid to show up you know like i could have probably leaned down on that last session but i was like mm, you good you good you good <laughs> so um there's that I and think yet you true. still made such leaps but anyway. yeah, yeah that's true that's true because I'm, I'm always working on myself too you know i think not to toot my own horn, but to toot my own horn, toot. is any good coach and healer is someone who's also working on themselves. And so, um, yeah, and, and I see that even with you, you know, a lot of times people can talk it and they can lead people in it, but they're not doing this stuff for themselves or continuing to deepen. And I do. So I knew I needed some rest.
0: I love that. That's such a great point. I was just having a conversation with a client the other day and was able to transmit something that I've only, you know, been working on. The only reason I can transmit it is because it's something I'm working on myself. And it was like, I just kind of was casually sharing it. And it was so interesting how she just zeroed in on that point that like, if I hadn't been doing the work to kind of come into that on my own, it wouldn't have been available to her. So I think that's a a, a fantastic point. And thank you for mirroring that back to me, because I don't think people um, realize how much work goes into being in a position to make space and room for other people to have um, the breakthroughs that they need to unblock in the way they need. Like everything you see when you're getting these gems from people even if it's just watching their Instagram stories or listening to their podcast, like that requires so much cultivation just Mm -hmm. to be in a space to receive a message that can be applied to a wider audience. So whether it's reading the books or watching your masterclass videos, it's like, we are doing a ton of work. So not to belabor that. Um, Yeah, that's real. You talked a bit about results, like you kind of talked about revenue, but specifically if you could say what have been the results, like just like brass tax, especially as a fellow branding coach, which I think is incredible that – you know, as a branding coach, you go through a branding program and feel like I got so much out of this. So what would you say were the results that you personally got from going through the 12-week Package or Genius Academy program uh, and being in community with us?
1: Yeah, I love this. And I think that just to just lean into that a little bit, people think because you are something that you don't need to hire someone to do that. And that is totally like hire someone to to, or work with someone or join a program because you don't see we can't see our blind spots. We can't. And mine was not being really clear on what I had to say and not being clear because I was afraid to show up. And also all of my money blocks, like not knowing that I was worth charging what I need to charge and that I can provide access to people based on the energetic exchange and honestly, the spiritual um, place I'm putting myself in, in order to help people like it's full on spirit work. So those were my main three issues that I think that were resolved or obviously brought to the light and worked through during Package Your Genius. So the brass tack things, I got clear on my message, Mm -hmm. fully writing it out, Mm -hmm. like fully knowing and understanding and being able to sharpen it with language that like I'm fully... Can be very okay. So, I'm gonna get a little woo woo for y'all. But my 10th house, if you're into astrology, my 10th house of work is Capricorn. Capricorn is all about structure, organization, getting stuff done, building it. And that's why I was successful in my previous career. I love structure. At the same time, I'm a Pisces. I like to flow and I like creativity and I'm all about the spirit and the emotions and the depth work. So those two things are working together but they're obviously also in conflict at times. And I was noticing and when you had us writing out our big message and our big idea and like really articulating each each lesson seemed like it was um, repeating itself because they built on each other, but it was really calling you in to get clear and stand on the truth of what I had to say and I hadn't done it with such of a fine tooth comb before with others. Yes, but not for me. And like for that I'm forever grateful because it's what I was looking for and I needed the most, the mm-hmm. most, I can do that for other folks, but I hadn't had anyone do it for me and you like superseded what I needed in my expectations. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to thank you again for that, for real. The second thing that I got was, um, again, looking at my structure of my business and creating packages and numbers that would make me help me take care of my life. Like I was in the middle of a straight up separation and divorce when, when this was going down. And I didn't want to tell you that at the time, but I was like moving. I quit my job. I was leaving my partner. Um, all my money was different. I had three months rent, which I ended up giving to the program because I was like, you're like, I got you. Like I heard you say it and I'll never forget it. You're like, I got you Ash, just show up and trust. And, and I did. And you did. So, and I want to say that because I want people to know your character and the work that you do. Um, so yeah, I was able to look at my packages and what I need to be asking for to move from survival and scarcity mode into thriving and wellness and being able to show up with more energy to serve people and to also have a balance in my life. Mm -hmm. And then the third thing, what was the third thing? I would say learning that I can get in information that I need and I can also apply it when I need it to. So there was like some first, um, ask that you did that was around finding experts and like aligning yourself and doing an article and it felt like I was like "Mm, I know what's going on here but I don't know how I feel later on like weeks later I did it but I did it in a way that felt you know it was a series of ash honors and it was all the people that I honored in the year who do work and I was like that's totally what Amanda told me I got it got it which I think is awesome (laughs) this is awesome way to learn is like get the information but you transmute it into the way that's um authentic to you and you allow And sometimes these lessons for some people, you know,
0: it's like a seed that sprouts and comes up a year later and people circle back and say, I finally did this, or "It finally clicked for me, or um, I'm doing what you told me. Some people it's immediate, but like, I think the beauty of it is the lessons don't die. They don't go anywhere. They're in you. And when you um, are present to the opportunity to use them, it's powerful.
1: Can I, I don't want to get all in your
0: business.
1: Wait, wait, wait. Before you you do that, though, this is a good point. I think that that's really important to hone in on though, Amanda, because high achievers, we want to check the boxes. We're like, well, did I do it right? Did I do it? And this is what she said. Like, I would feel guilt when I would show up to the call and I didn't fully finish the work. And you were like, you're getting the results that you you have. Like, oh yeah, thanks. Let me, let me
0: breathe. Like you have. 10 new clients and yeah. like that's the whole point of all of the work <laughs> so if you're getting it without having to do all of the assignments and it's because because you changed how who you were you were showing up differently and I think yeah. it just started to manifest um in your life but um I get think in- that what go ahead
1: get up in my business no so, gonna-
0: I just wanted the call we had when we were talking about like we had our call and then yeah, like, I think I want to do it, and then you followed up, and you're like, Amanda, I'm Amanda. gonna, I'm gonna put this deposit down,
1: right? But just so you can... letting you know, <laughs> I don't make no money. You were <laughs> literally like the next, the next payment. It ain't going through. <laughs> That's for real. It was really that. So I went from literally having three months rent, putting one of the months rent down as the first start of the month, right? For the academy. <laughs> for the academy um being like amanda just i'm going to be very transparent with you like i will not have any i it will you will get a rejection from the auto deposit or the auto debit um so going from that and did we start in september or october october October, to january being i made fifteen thousand dollars in my business from january i do new moon i don't do you know, January like the first through the thirty first. I don't do month calendars, I do new moon to new moon. Okay. <laughs> or the spiritual mess. So between new moon and January to new moon, February is fifteen thousand dollars. I'm on track for another twelve thousand dollars, right? Like that is not what I was experiencing before Package Your Genius. I wasn't and I wasn't showing up with the authority to call that in energetically. And I'm right. just because I believe in the two it's spirit and the action
0: no definitely and I think that's what you were experiencing when you quote unquote weren't doing the homework or hadn't finished your assignment but you were stepping into that energetic of who you need to be in order to generate that and it was like it became I could see it um just in your on your Instagram like there was a shift you know it went from just like oh cool Instagram worthy Bali photos to like this authority Mm -hmm. where I'm like leaning in because I want to learn from this woman like what does she have to say and how can I apply this to my life and so I think it was really powerful I think it's important to share that whole story of not having the resources because believe it or not I talked to a lot of people who um, are really nervous about making the investment not seeing it as literally, it's an investment. So it's not meant to just be something that you spend that disappears, but the program and just how I am, I like to make people money. Like I want their investment to um, reproduce. And essentially, I mean, you just said, you tripled your investment essentially um, in the month of January. And that's what I love because it's like, you're planting a seed and showing people how to grow something and um aside from the fact that like you know more people having better results is great it's just to me out of integrity and alignment um if the whole point is for you to set yourself free economically or or you're trying to build your brand to create a new income stream um if you're not really able to do that and so a part of me really loves when people come with that sense of urgency because I know that they are willing to you know, go as hard as I want them to go. And as hard as I'm willing to go for them and they'll be obedient, you know, they're not going to argue with me <laughs> about what I'm telling them to do. Well, like, a little bit of argue. I mean, I a
1: little-
0: you did, <laughs> but, but you still did your stuff. You still showed up and did your stuff, but <laughs> yeah. you would always be like, well, I don't know. And you'd always come
1: around. So I feel like there was yeah. still the internal check because, um, yeah, to your point, it's like, you want people to actually do the work. And there's so many people who say they want the investment. I think this is just that groundswell of online businesses, online coaching, that it seeds a lot of self-doubt because people have had experiences where people are promising things and they're investing and they're not getting it which is if anyone listens to this particular video, I want them to know from my mouth, (laughs) right, that your character and how you show up and how you hold people accountable, but not holding people accountable to make them codependent, but to see their own powers that they rise in the truth of what they have to offer is stellar. Like that's, once you feel that for yourself, you're forever grateful for an Amanda or for Amanda, the Amanda, and it's something you don't lose, you don't lose. And that's, you know, I've, again, I know a lot of people in the industry and do different things online and coaching in different ways, and people don't have that. People don't always have that. It's rare. So do the invest if you're thinking about it.
0: Well, thank you. And I think we kind of answered my next question, which was, um, why did you almost not join? Which I think. because <laughs> yeah,
1: you know. I was broke. <laughs> I was in trauma I was like I love this and everything is changing but you know my life in particular always happens when I make definitive decisions and I go all in and I ask spirit to carry me and I do do my research and I feel just so it's like trust yourself and make a leap and, and do the work show up for the work for sure yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: so who would you recommend Package Genius Academy as an experience to
1: yeah
0: like what yeah. type of person
1: that's a really good question i think if you're a professional who's not getting your just do package your genius is for you for sure if you want to be seen you're and rise and you're like want to negotiate some things or make some moves and have the folks look at you the way that they should be looking at you this is for you. And I also think people who are more woo, and I don't know if this is normally, if I'm normally your clientele, I know I'm a little bit of both, right? I came from a corporate background and now I'm woo quote unquote, but, um, people You're pretty who, on the woo side for my, for my yeah. yeah, I love it's, it. I'm into it. But it's folks who have big ideas or a big purpose or a big call, but they can't get it outside of them. That was, you're like, you have ideas, you're swimming around, but you're talking yourself out of it. You're not creating action. You're not showing up because it's just swirling inside and it creates this, this creative frustration and you start to doubt who you really are. If you're feeling that way, then get on and package your genius because step by step, you're going to be going through with a nice tight line, line by line of what you really have to say and what you need to do to get out there. Yeah.
0: Thank you, Ash. I'm so grateful that you found me and that we were able to spend this time together, both over the Academy and today here. And, and I know our work together is not finished. So I'm grateful for that. Please let people know how they can find you because I know just by listening to all of this, people are like, who is this woman and how can we get on her calendar um, because that's just how you show up so let the people know how they can find you and how they can engage you
1: yes thank you amanda so you can find me at ashleyjohns.com a-s-h-l-e-y-j-o-h-n-s.com you can also find me on instagram at ash inspires a-s-h-i-n-s-p-i-r-e-s, A-S-H-I-N-S-P-I-R-E-S <laughs> as it is um and also instagram um at ash johns also or not instagram i said that wrong linkedin
0: Awesome, awesome. Well, thank you for being here with me today. Thank you for being a part of now our Academy alumni community. Yay. (laughs) And everybody follow Ash. truly stay connected with her and just the stuff she's doing because It's like every week she's dropping new gems, new nuggets, new insights to just kind of open your mind to like why you may be stuck and what you can do in order to move forward. So thank you, Ash. Thank you, Amanda.
1: Thank you so much.
0: Wasn't that awesome? I just love hearing Ash talk she's so sharp and so creative and so centered and grounded she just makes me think about all of the things that I want to do and want to explore and um, and the path that I'm on but If that resonated with you, I hope you'll share your insights with me on social media or by email or just leaving a comment wherever you're listening to this episode. We are in enrollment season for Package your Genius Academy, the very program that Ash went through. We are starting a spring cohort of the Academy on March 10th, so If you are looking for a program that will help you figure out your focus so that you can craft a message that is tailored to the most compelling aspect of your brand, right? Like so many of us do a lot of things, but we don't know which thing we should hinge our brand on and we should really bring to the forefront and make our focus. And for Ash, I think, bringing the ancestral healing to the forefront of her brand was really the key to unlocking those consistent five figure months. So if you're unclear on what your focus for your brand should be, you do a lot of great things. You even get paid to do a few things well, but you know, you want to double down on one thing and make that the central piece of your message and your brand you need to be in Package Packager Genius Academy because that's what we spend an entire month of the curriculum working on to get that message tight and clear and help you figure out how is it that you're positioning yourself, especially among your competitors? And then we move into packaging your brand for the internet and for the world. So what does it look like on your website? What keywords should you be using to attract people to you? Um, How's your LinkedIn profile? How's your social media looking? What content are you creating? What stories are you telling about yourself and about your brand? And then lastly, once you're clear on your brand and you've packaged it to a degree, I teach you how to pitch yourself for media opportunities, speaking engagements, and paid client opportunities, whatever that looks like for you. So how do you make the ask to get in front of people who are ready to say yes? Visit PackageYourGeniusAcademy.com to learn more about our program and to apply for the spring cohort. Again, that is PackageYourGeniusAcademy.com. I'll see you next time. Bye.